Hi, you guys, and welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea podcast. This might sound a little echoey. I'm um, out of town in a house I rented up in the Poconos, and I'm in a different room. But I just wanted to record the intro for um, this week's episode. This is our final interview in this three-part series about Joey G, also known as Sherry Pie. Um, And I'm very happy with how everything's gone. I am very happy that the stories are getting out and heard and responded to, and that victims are getting their voices heard. Um, With that being said, you know, I need to just say, I took this on knowing what was going to come my way, and it did, and I don't regret anything I did. Um, This is my podcast at the end of the day, and I can do whatever I want to, and I can make the decisions that I choose to for my brand, my name, and my future. Um, And I stick with what I did with this three-part series, and I'm proud of it, and I hope the victims are happy their voices are heard, and I don't think they would have done this without that. Um, I, you know, there's so many victims, um, and I knew of a few, and I reached out to a few that said yes, but I was told that this victim's story was very different, um, and I did not know this person personally, um, we spoke online, and then we did the Zoom and the interview, and I, my jaw dropped, um, there's just, it's just so deep and manipulative that it's pretty wild. Um, but next week we'll get back in the swing of just talking shit. But I think it's very important in our community when there's these issues to have conversation, which is what I'm doing. So with that being said, you guys, here we go with our final interview in this three-part series. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know your feedback. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea podcast. Today we are joined um, by another one of the victims from our community member who is an admitted sexual offender, Sherry Pye. Today we're joined by Court Panero, who has a bit of a different take than what we heard from Ben. And as I stated in a few um, episodes, we're just trying to get as many stories and points of view out as possible and just making sure that this conversation is continued because these voices were not amplified and I believe they should be. So welcome Court and thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. Oh yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. And I appreciate that you recognize that a lot of victim stories, even if it wasn't mine, um, weren't completely heard, I think on a lot of platforms. So I appreciate you having me. And I think that what was heard in this, I kind of discussed this with Ben and also I discussed it with Ryan who was on after Joey's segment he was the guy that came on after and spoke with Tamron and we were both saying like nothing was touched upon that we all know about there was so much more dark stuff that never got spoken about that it kind of just blanketed it and made it it was very whitewashed and it looked like oops I just may or may not have did this which is not what happened (laughs) no um because I know I saw a lot of comments on um Tamron's show like Instagram and and Twitters and all that and everyone like people are like oh it's you know it's not like he killed you guys he just like used a fake email and I'm like um not necessarily that's not all that happened I was catfished by another thing that he made up 
um, in a different way as a female co-star that I was supposed to be working with. Um, he also, my story was that we started, I met him in college. So he like had me in person come in to do some dialogues and fittings and stuff like that. It wasn't just, you know, electronic. Yeah. The more, I mean, I've, that is now another thing I've heard. I heard that he actually did this as Joey to someone yes. at a party. So I think one thing people need to understand is this wasn't just like a catfish situation where it was, I'm going to create something and like fiddle with your emotions. This was, I mean, in person, mm-hmm. not acknowledging that he was the person creating these characters. And it, it really is a contrived, vile, dark situation. Yeah, so for me, he was Joey in the situation, he was Allison, and he was Jen. Jen was the female co-star. So it all started when um, I had met, I had been friends with some theater people because I had mutual friends with some people in the theater community at Cortland, where we went to college. Um, And so we ended up being friends, actually, before this even happened. I was over their house, like, you know, during college parties or just to, like, hang out and... um, he actually, it was like, people are like, I can't believe you guys believed him, blah, blah, But I'm like, he was, he was truly my friend. This guy helped me actually put together my GoFundMe account for my top surgery in his living room at Cortland. So there, to me, I had no reason to think he was being malicious. I, I thought he was just trying to help me. And I knew he had like connections in New York when all this was going on because he did drag. So like, there was no reason for me not to be like, oh, let me help him. Because the way it started for me was he, after we've been quote unquote friends, he asked me, hey, I have a senior project that I'm working on that I need to do to graduate college. Yeah. So oh he, yep. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, he helped me with my GoFundMe. We've been friends. And he was like, I need somebody who's not in the theater community to do it because what we have to do is take somebody through character development from the ground up the way we do when we do parts and not being in the theater community. I was like, that makes sense that you would have to maybe take somebody through it. So since you guys go through it all these years, now you have to see the flip side and do it to somebody else. So to me, logically, I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do it. And he was saying that, you know, it could pay, like he'll pay me sometimes because he knows it's going to be, you know, taking away from some of my time, this, that, and the other. Um, and so I agreed to do it. So we started working on it and this and that. And it was like, it seemed really weird. Like when he was telling me about the character and I was like, okay, but with everything like going on in the world, it's like, I kind of see that like power hungry, like, male bravado type of thing that is going on in the real world and they're trying to just like amplify it in this quote-unquote show and so it felt kind of weird yeah it felt kind of weird but yeah we did like dialogue practice um some like flexing stuff in person he had me come in to do a fitting and like did my arms my chest everything but he he always told me, he was like, oh, like, make sure you come from the gym first so that you're like, quote unquote, at your biggest. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And like, since this is um, 
only audio. I don't have this video anywhere. This we are the person speaking is courts very well built. I mean, this is when you hear these stories of what Joey did. This is the type of person that I imagined these stories. If I didn't know and see the people, this is you are exactly who I would think that he was trying to get to do this. So this it it makes sense, and the gym and all of this is just a mess oh yeah it's it's a mess and so you know i thought it kind of odd but it is true i mean like if once you get a pump on you obviously are bigger at that point so i was like whatever um it wasn't until i connected the whole gen thing which i'll get to that it was probably also like weirdly the way i smelled and things like that um so i went in did some like fitting stuff with him a few times he always wanted me to like record the flexing videos and like 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 record the videos and the audio with my voice rather than just texting the dialogue that we were creating because basically again it was character development so he was like all right this is like the first scene and what happens like you as the character i was supposed to play was named drake you as drake what would you like like as the character, what do you think he would be doing in this scene at this point? His mannerisms, what would he be saying? You know, blah, blah, blah. And he always told me, like, I can't do this for you. Like, I can't do this for you. You have to tell me. Mm-hmm. And then as it got, yeah. And this this went on for years. I think if Ben and I calculated it correctly, because Ben and I were speaking uh, the other day, um, this went on for years because people think it's stupid but like i i graduated school and stuff but because i was so busy with my own stuff at school we didn't get to just do this continuously yeah um and and um so a lot of stuff was like broken up and it spread out and took a really long time um so it it went over like years and if it was correct if it was correct it started if he was was his quote-unquote senior project it started in like 2015 or 16. And the last time he messaged me about it was when Ben first came out. Which so was that was all the way in like 2020. So it was quite a long time. And I, I think I also prolonged doing the videos and stuff and it taking longer. Well, one, because I had school stuff of my own to do, but it started to feel really odd. And as we went further down the dialogue to the quote unquote end of the show, I kept being like, when is this thing over? I was like, we've been working on this for such a long time. And, you know, he always said like, oh, you know, I didn't graduate because we didn't finish the project. And it's like, not the case. He didn't so graduate. For five he, years, he, he, for five years, he wanted you to believe that he didn't graduate because you guys never finished this project. Yeah. Which again, then made me feel bad, especially because, you know, sometimes he would throw me money if I was like pushing it off too long because it was getting kind of weird or I was busy and, you know, kind of make me feel because I was like, oh, he helped me with my, you know, my yeah. GoFundMe and this and that. So like I was like, I felt bad. I would apologize to him sometimes be like, I'm sorry we haven't been able to do this, like blah, blah, blah. And he would like Venmo me like 50 bucks or whatever and be like, how long can I have you for today? Like, and I was I'm like, it was like really pushy because for a long time it was like every single day like every single day and i was like dude i have like a life i have projects like i was going like i had school and you, you had know, your I own life like, yeah and i had <laughs> sports and stuff to do that i was doing and i was like okay this is like this is crazy and then 
as we start, as we were both out of college, it started getting towards quote unquote, the end of the show, um, doing the final scenes, which he told me for like months, oh, it's the final scene, we'll be done soon, okay? It clearly wasn't because it was, <laughs> we were still doing it. I'm like, this is forever. But then he started to, to ask me to like, say things the way I would say them, not as Drake. And I was like, well, I think I would have done this or that. And he was like, well, elaborate more. You know, he always wanted more. Yeah. And like to hear more in detail about what you would say. And the character that he had you playing was like, no joke, like that the one he made up was like, like farting and pooping and coming all at the same time and like all this really intense Graphic, weird stuff weird. like Shit. like juicing up like he was juicing up on this like steroid thing like crazy and um like all this stuff so he was he was making this character and helping guide you to make it like really macho and bravado and smelly and just kind of gross like the male grossness. Yeah. The male, like the male smell. Like it makes sense with the gym and everything. Like the. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Like he wanted all that and he wanted you to talk about it and the, the pit smell and the everything like that. Very keen on like the pit smell and not covering up your pit smell. Like things like, like he that. He would say when you come from the gym, don't put deodorant on. Well, he, he, no, he didn't say that, but when you were, he wouldn't say that he would say when you, you know, come from the gym and he didn't say anything about like, he just said that's so that you're at your biggest. But when you're playing the character, the character oh. doesn't want his pit smell covered up. So like, what would you do? How would you? Yeah. So then once you like, once I, all this was coming out, you know, you start putting the pieces together and you're like, ew. Yeah. Cause this was all like for him. And for me, it wasn't just via email. Like we went to school together. I came from the gym to him to get fitted so my arm had to be up like this from the gym and his smelling me arm yeah so he was probably yeah and getting, i was like he was oh. probably getting getting his weird um not you know i don't want to say weird it's not for me to say what anyone's fetishes are but um you know it's if you're standing there with your getting your arm up getting your bicep measured. fitted yeah. and measured he's probably Judging by what you said, getting his aroma therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could call it that. Yeah. <laughs> also, as I graduated, um, and this project was going on longer, and he was, we were no longer doing it face to face. It was all from the phone and stuff. He was like, "Hey, there's this casting lady, Allison, who is taking this story um, and trying to make it go onto HBO." And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, good for her, whatever. Um, and, and he was like, you know, that they, I showed them you because I'm doing this project with you and I know her. Um, do you, do you, would you be interested? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not really an actor. And he was like, oh, you're so, you're, you really are so good though. And like, you're, you're really talented and you're not giving yourself credit for it. Like you should, should do it. So, you know, like I, I emailed her back and forth a few times just saying like oh would you be willing to do this this is like when where blah, blah. and she sometimes I would wait a really long time to answer her because I was just like not vibing with it and sometimes I would answer and she would take a really long time to answer yeah 
and this and that. So it was just very odd. Um, the catfish that I talked to most, though, was a girl named Jen. He may have this girl named Jen. Her last name started with a G. I can't remember if it was Garrow or whatever, Garraway, something. Um, and basically, he was like, this is your co-star. Um, that's that's going to be in it because I want to make, like, my senior project look really big. So I'm going to, like, use this girl, too. And, like, we're going to do this whole thing. And I was like, okay, whatever. He was like, why don't you two get acquainted, like, since you guys are going to be filming together and there's going to be, like, kind of intimate parts. Like, why don't you at least, like, speak and blah 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 and I was like okay whatever he was like here's her kick she doesn't give out her number right away here's her kick profile you know what I mean you can talk on that um so I did I like I messaged her and was like hey like what's up I'm, I'm like doing the thing with Joey blah, blah blah just started talking um and then it started getting like you know a little more of something yeah and so, you know, we would like talk, talk about stuff and all that. And then I figured out now, after, as all this is coming out, I realized that was him. So people think like he only used the Allison Morrissey thing to like, or the Allison, whatever, the Allison M. I don't know even what the last thing was, last name, but, um, because that's he, the one that's focused on. That's the only one that he ever... That's the only one that's focused on, which is why Ben was like, you also really need to get your story heard because it was different. Like, he he used a whole other catfish to get you to speak about stuff like that because he um, Joey knew that I was like, um, I'm straight, which is, like, fine. I have a bunch of people in the LGBT community who are friends, and still, I had another friend in college who was in the community, and he, he was gay, and he was always like, oh, God, you're so goddamn hot, and blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not like, weirded out about that. I'm like, thank you so much. Like, you're yeah. gorgeous, too. We're just not, you know? Like Compatible. So I think he made this up so that I would talk, talk about things. To Jen instead of talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. And you want to know how much I trusted this guy, like how much I really thought that he was like trying to help me because he did the GoFundMe and was trying to help me like get sponsored by a supplement company and like all this. I found out I was on Instagram one day and there's this trainer who is in the area and she had posted a photo with quote unquote Jen. And I was like, oh my God. And so I sent it to to Joey and was like, oh my God, is this is Jen, isn't it? And he was like, oh yeah, oh, that's no. her. I click on her profile because she's tagged in it and it's Celeste, who's like a WWE star. And I was like, wait a minute. But to me, because the story I got from Jen was that she's using kick and like stuff like that because she got out of a horribly abusive relationship this, that, and the other. So I thought maybe it really was Celeste, but she's posed as Jen so that she doesn't get mixed up in the whole, like, her exes and this, that, and the other. So I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. And he was like, yeah. And he just kept going with it. And he, oh yeah, he kept going with it. Like, we spoke um, again. That's where the smell thing came up again. Like, talking about, like, having my sweaty gym shirts... And, like, all this stuff or, like, not shower. Like, if I don't shower a couple of days, that would be, like, nice. Like, and she want, and she wanted to meet up um, in the city because supposedly she lived in the city. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, I don't know, like, because it just seemed like way too fast, way too like. I'm like now I'm thinking this was him. Like, what was he gonna do when I got there? If I if I went, you know, it's so weird to me because hearing like how people had it happen to them by him in person, mm-hmm. um, how people had it with Allison, how now there's a another person introduced into this, which. Mm-hmm. You know, how many there are, who knows? Because it seems like he was very good at figuring out people's limits and figuring out how to manipulate those limits and move yep. beyond them. 100%. Each case you can tell was premeditated because it's not, there's, once he got in, there's very similar things that happened, but how he had to get in to get us all to do it yeah, was different. Cause like a lot of people, I wasn't in the theater community. Some of these people were like, I was going into like, I started doing modeling stuff, but I wasn't trying, I wasn't acting. I wasn't doing anything like that. It's just like, for me, it's, I said this to Ben, it's like a lifetime movie. Everything is so planned. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you finally, the person's caught and you open their closet door and there's just strings with everything connected and it just, feels like everything was so this wasn't someone's hobby this had a lot of time that went into it yeah for me you can tell it was like so premeditated being one of the like being able to connect things to get me to do it because I was you know shy or go I haven't acted since I was a kid I was in plays when I was a kid like you know I mean so like to get me to like push through those boundaries because you trusted me telling like I was good and like this, that, and the other. And also just to get me to do it, you know, he, he was like, you know, you're a bodybuilder. The people who are going to train you for this show could get you like a level up. And I was telling him, listen, like, I don't want to take steroids. If they're going to make me take steroids, I don't know about that. And he was like, no, but like I, my, my dad or like somebody in his family is like connected to animal pack. Like at least we get you just like supplements to help yeah. you or like get sponsored by them. You could really be sponsored by them blah 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 and i'm like okay you know what i mean like it could be cool i could learn a few things and like make some money in the process maybe the show will turn out cool like so i really was considering it but it's because he knew what to say and he knew yeah. me because he was my quote my friend before everything so he found out like what i like to do like the lifting and this and that and you know like oh you want to be a model well like this could also lead to things like that because you know you're just knew you know what, what I mean? to like, say. He, he, yeah, he knew exactly what to say. He knew what you liked, what you didn't like, how far you were willing to go, how much he could push before you like were like, no. Did he completely. try and push steroids for this character? Or did it kind of stop with like, when you, like, how did it get to the point where you said, I'm not going to do steroids? So he didn't push steroids too hard on me because I said to him before he said anything about them to me that I don't want to do them. But I think while we were going through the dialogue um, and he was asking questions about like, oh, how, you know, like how big do you think Drake will get? Would you ever feel comfortable getting that big or like even just for a day? Blah, blah, blah. I think down the road, he was hoping if I, if I did this part that I would want to go that far just to be that big you know what i mean yeah. because i do i do have like a little bit of muscle dysmorphia for sure yeah like I, you know you look in the mirror and you think like you're way smaller than you are and it's yeah. that's just how it is like that's just how i see myself it's not like 
it's not looking for compliments or anything like that. It's like truly you like look at yourself and you're like, ah, you know, average Joe. Like, yeah. And then my mom is like, you're crazy. You're well, she, you know, well, you are. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like, you know, I, you don't see that. And I think he kind of, I don't know if he knew that or saw it or just in my talking could like understand, you know, oh, I do want to get bigger. But I, I wasn't trying to take steroids. But I think if he got me into the show, he was hoping that I, that I would get to the point where I was like, yeah, you know, let, let's just do let's it. Just do it. I have a doctor, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I think that's the point that he was getting to. Um, like I said, because he was starting to ask me about like, oh, well, would you want to ever be that big? What do you think? You know? Yeah. And so he was definitely, you know, you could tell now that all this is coming out, the spots where he was pushing for those things. And seeing how he could, you know, manipulate you possibly into doing them. Yeah. For sure. Well, and it's, it really, like I keep saying, it sounds like he knew everything he was doing. This, like I said, this isn't someone who made a profile on a website and I'm going to talk to someone who I probably would never have a chance in hell with. And I'm going to exchange some emails and send some fake photos. Like this is something that he had to put a lot of time and effort into. Um, And then the other thing that's different about your story than any I've heard is that he paid you for your time at times. Like that's also to me is just like, it's, there's so much to all of this that every time I talk to someone, I'm like, yeah. And Sherry, like what me and Ben were discussing is that Sherry is Allison. The character of Sherry being this housewife that's surrounded by muscular, handsome men that help her. And it's just all too clear for me. Um, oh, yeah, because I even, um, for her, she was like, oh, you know, you can come down and be like the muscle for some of my shows sometimes if you want. Because drag shows, you know, there generally is something like that, some type of like muscly guy. So you could, you know, there's definitely a link. Like, definitely. I even was kind of the muscle for one of uh, her shows when she performed at Cortland. They did one that was, like, kind of circus-themed. Uh-huh. And there was, I mean, there was a guy that they hired to be there to be, like, huge muscle. That guy, Craig, he's, like, ginormous. But um, I was one of, like, the characters in it. So, you know what I mean? Again, he was like, oh, like, you should do this with me. Like, it'll be cool. And so I did. And again, that was like a friend thing. I was like, oh, I'm helping out to like do this really cool show. It wasn't paid or anything. It was just cool. Yeah. And um, and so, yeah, then started saying it, you know, to come down to New York and do some like I never did. But um, to she do, was do some shows like, oh, yeah, like we we like talked about it and touched upon it. But you can tell now the parallel of that and Sherry for mm-hmm. sure. Like it was always like a very a very big thing. And I think that's why they used the budget to get that giant guy there, to be honest with you. There is that guy was probably because of that. Cause he, he literally did like nothing. He did have like two scenes in the whole show. So it wasn't even like, like he was paid to just basically go there, eat in the back room until they had him come out and he like flexed for a few times and like went back, like, I was like, you really use your money on that? Like the budget for the show on that? And that, you know, as now it's like all connecting as to like why yeah, he was probably really there. So yeah, there's 100% parallels for it. Yeah. Did he ever 
personally apologize to you because from what Ben told me or what she said on the show is that she's talked to three people, but Ben knows of 40 victims alone. So three out of 40 is not a great batting average. (laughs) No. And one of those three was me. Um, After the day after Ben posted the thing on Facebook and it started blowing up, Joey actually called me and I was like, what the hell? And so I was like, you know what? Again, because I thought they were my friend. I was like, let me pick up, see what he has to say. Because a lot of people were like, oh, give people a second chance, blah, blah, blah. So I actually, and I was one of the people on the comments that was like, listen, this is not what you think it is. And it's because, you know, I, I picked up the phone and he said what he had to say, you know, the same thing we've all been hearing over and over again publicly. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Mental health, I'm sorry. Mental, yeah, blah, 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 like diagnosed with this, I'm so sorry. Um, That whole thing. And like, I, to me, I'm like, it was planned for so long. Like Mm -hmm. for some people, yeah, it was a month. So it was like, okay, or two, whatever. But mine was years. So like, when you know that you're, you're stopping because he was like you know i know he'll say like i know what i was doing was wrong but then you still did it so for me people are like oh give a second chance i'm like right there that was the second chance to just cut it and stop yeah. there were but, there were a lot of second chances in there i believe that oh yeah he had a second third fourth with me i mean it was over the years so there was multiple times he could have been like yo I sh- I you know what let me stop this and he didn't. So, like, no, I'm not about this. This It wouldn't be a second chance. It wouldn't be a second chance. It would be, like, a 50th, a 100th, a 100th, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's... And what do you think the purpose of this new push of Sherry Pie, um, you know, it went away for a year. And, like, really, in my mind, I was, like, I don't think this is going to come back out. I think she's really going to go work at Taco Bell, and hopefully we never have to deal with this again. And when I saw the promo that he was going to be on Tamron, I was, like, you have got to be kidding me. And then when I saw the Facebook with the updated logos and the websites completely renovated, like, I I didn't even know the logo and everything changed. I didn't know that until just now. Yeah, the logo. If that's the, if that's the case, then probably pushing for like some type of comeback. But like the logo and the profile photo and cover photo changed to a new logo. The website is all new with a merchandise section that says coming soon. Yeah, that's the face I'm. So this quote unquote year that you've been thinking about what you've done wrong, you've just been working on how to get back and how to get money. Well, and from what entertainment weekly just put something out that i live up in white plains and they said that he's been doing shows at a venue that's 10 minutes from my house and i had no idea about this for the in november so to me there's no sincerity to this apology there is no it's a um let me keep this quiet and now let me come forward completely take accountability and hope that everyone forgives me yeah um and to me like i don't again he he called me and then put out like a statement and then was on her show and all of it is just the same it's the same shit. whitewash oh i'm sorry and i mean i heard the voice i heard the voicemail that she left ben the morning the day that he posted it and 
It's literally what she's been saying for a year. And the fact that it took her a minute and a half to get to the word I'm sorry is pretty telling to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think the other thing is, you know, it's, it's just said over and over. And then when people ask to dig deeper, like, well, what was the this? Well, all, all I can say is I'm sorry. Well, that just goes to show you, you know, you're not really sorry. You're not willing. And that's not taking, saying you're sorry is not taking accountability necessarily. Like, what is it that you're sorry for? Yeah. You know, that's, uh, that's the thing. It's like, all you hear is, oh, I'm sorry. And like, ask a question. Well, like, what, these were your friends. Like, well, all I can say is, I'm sorry. I didn't want to lose that. No, no, that's well, not and it. I t- and because I told- him, and, him and I talked aside like, he would text me sometimes just to, like, be like, oh, how are you doing? Like, obviously, like, if there was no time, I would just be like, oh, there's no time. And he was like, okay, well, like, are you are you good? But that was that could also be, like, you know, just to keep me closer. Yeah. And keep me locked in. I was like, oh, we're friends. And it's like, no, you weren't doing it to keep your friends. Because if you were really just my friend, you would have just texted me, like, that period without looking for anything else. So, like, you weren't trying to keep your friends for nothing. Like... Cause I, I would have been his friend. Like I said, we messaged each other. We talked, I would ask him how he was doing. Like I genuinely asked like, Oh, how are you doing? Like, what? I know things are tough. Like sometimes roadblock is he would sometimes say he's having a hard time. So like, we, like, we clearly already, you weren't losing me in any type of way because we were texting as friends. I thought. Yeah. So like no, you weren't like losing us. You lost me because of this. Yeah. So like so when this when this all came out and you started seeing it was like because ben, ben was the first one I saw. And then after that, it was just like whoosh, the floodgates opened. Yeah. And when that happened, were you just like, I can't believe how big this is? Yeah, I because I literally I was so proud of him for being on drag race i like posted on my story like oh my god this is my friend from college like you deserve this i literally wrote that on my story and was like i'm so happy for you and um all this stuff and it was so i knew it was gonna be like kind of big because he was getting bigger like sherry pie was getting bigger and like sherry pie was big and then he came out with that and i was like oh my god and I like, got sick to my stomach because literally like the day or two before Ben put that on there, I messaged Ben once I saw his story immediately. I was like, oh, my God, he literally messaged me to work on this like yesterday. Yeah. And so was it like, was up yeah. and it was up until the point that Ben came forward that this was still going on. Yeah. So he's not sorry. He's sorry he got caught. Yeah. But he's not sorry. Like he was still doing it. After, to me. He was still doing it, doing it after while, the drag race announcement and everything. So he was acting like he actively was still still trying to get me to work. And then Ben came out with it. And then I was like, whoa. No. So that's how you found out was when Ben came out with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Ben coming out with it. I was like, oh, my God, Ben, that was me. That happened to me. It was his senior project. And he was like, yeah, we don't do anything like that. He was like, that wasn't the senior project, obviously. Well, I mean, th- um i'm very sorry for all of this um you know this is sherry does not and company or like speak for the lgbtqia plus community and i make that very clear every time i even speak about him because to me 
there's no more you don't get to come back into our safe spaces um no because you're the one who made it unsafe you, you're like no way there's a part of me that's like you think that you deserve to work in these spaces and be paid to be there meanwhile someone in that room could have been one of your victims how is this to make them feel like there's so much for me that's like this little comeback tour that's going to go on. I'm just a little. It's like, it's, it's gross. And it's like, I, I see people trying to defend him and say, well, we'll give him a second chance. See what he has to say. And I'm like, it's the same thing that it's he said. It's the same before. thing. He went on Tamron and Hall and didn't say anything new. And again, it's, he was sorry he got caught because if he was still messaging me about it up until Ben came out about it, if he wasn't caught, he would still be messaging me about this project. Yeah. I guarantee that. He would still be messaging me about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I don't understand how people are like, oh, blah, blah. But again, they don't... They didn't hear the whole story. That's why. People you hear know? what... They read the Facebook apology and they see him go on a TV show and have the chance to say, oh, I'm taking complete accountability. What they don't know is how deep and dark it was with numerous people. Yeah, and like how far it went. Again, it wasn't just like the emails with Allison. I had Jen that I was like talking, talking to. Yeah. And I had, uh, and then it was like in-person fittings and dialogues. Yeah, like, I mean, so like Jen. what people, don't, just like, what people yeah. don't really realize is like you speaking to Jen and having the conversations you were having was really joey getting to get his fantasies off speaking to you through an alias yes and definitely if that definitely might not obviously it might not have been the case with allison but that's 100 percent the case with jen because we were talking as if we might get together and yeah. obviously, you know we, get we're, together we're all adults we know what those conversations can yeah. be like so i know for like i know for a fact that's it was for him to get that's that's why it's funny that you know, no one's mentioning that. Everyone's only mentioning Allison because it was supposed to be a professional email. But when you catfish me with someone I'm supposed to like do intimate scenes with, so we have to, we talk about that stuff and we just talked like that wasn't for anything but your pleasure. Yeah. So, so that's why I have a very hard time when he says there's nothing sexual about this. It was all for control. There, that's yeah, that's it not made true. Laugh when I heard that. That's just not true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I really appreciate you coming on here because I think even just learning about Jen today, because I had never heard the name Jen in this story, adds yet another layer. And I think for people, this can help them realize if there's, you know, there's got to be more to this. There's people that don't want to talk. There's people that don't want to open this can again because of the trauma, like, I said to Ben that this past week must have just been, it's abuse on top of abuse on top of abuse. You yeah. have to relive it. You see someone go on a TV show and not address anything, which is then reliving it. Then you have people in the comments. It's just... I didn't even watch it. I only saw like a little clip because I went back on her Instagram to see, like I, I didn't even watch it. It was funny too, because I was actually at the gym when it came on one of the TVs. And luckily the sound and the subtitles were off but I, and I was on my way out, but it came on and I saw him and I was like, yo, you gotta be kidding me with this. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, it's like, I mean, it, because once it comes back around, you're just like, oh my God, 
like you're you're making all these connections you're like feeling like how how gross it was because once i realized especially with jen like forget just allison and the in-person like stuff jen was the one i talked to probably the most yeah and i was like oh it was it's just violating in more than one way it's complete violation of trust of space of you know it makes you question your intellect it makes you it's it's violating and the fact that someone thinks that they can do that and then just be quiet for a year and then it's going to skate over i told ben i said this whole second round of this that's coming because i do believe it's coming i believe that this is depending on what she's about to do is going to recycle all of this again and I think that's why it's very important for me to speak to everyone that I can to get their voices out there because this part of the story, and I was deep, I read everything. I talked to people. I never knew about Jen. Yeah, because I don't, again, it's very individual based. Yeah. He finds so out what's going to work for that person and having a female co-star so that he could talk, talk to me was what was going to work. Open you up. Yeah, what was going to open me up and, you know, this that and the other so yeah uh, well thank you say though like i'm just happy about the rest of the lgbt community who's like in the comments because the the overwhelming majority like literally when you scrolled through it was like it had to be like 98 99 yeah. percent like, are you kidding me like or why i was like wow like that was that was honestly nice to see for me because when you go in there usually you see a bunch of yeah, no, people uh, don't have any tolerance for her. No, no. Um, not. Nor do I think they should. No, but I appreciate well, I it. Really, no, I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to stop the recording and, and then I'll talk to you for a second. But thank you very much for yeah. coming on and sharing your story. Thanks for having me heard. Appreciate it.